Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one minute that doesn't take place in the present at a time. (laughs) There are a lot of those. I guess, but this is two different times that don't take place in the present. It is complicated. It's complicated. I'm Norman Mitchell. (laughs) I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us again this week are Andrew and Kasia from Disney Animation Minute Essentials. Wow, you're better at saying that than me. (laughs) (laughs) it's okay we don't hold it against you (laughs) and today we're talking about minute 139 which starts with faramir continuing to look into the distance at kind of an odd camera angle and ends with boromir saying never again will the land of my people fall into enemy hands Mm -hmm. as he's giving a a very fist pump inducing speech Man, to an I army. I missed him so much. Right? <laughs> Man, it's good to see Sean Bean. I've been waiting for this flashback the entire movie. <laughs> I know. I've been listening to a few episodes. <laughs> it's been mentioned We're more here. than once. <laughs> We're here. It's exciting. We made it. We finally we finally made we it finally to the flashback. So this the sequence that opens this minute that started yesterday. Okay. So we're This in is the... actually based on a description of a dream sequence of Faramir's from the book. Okay, so dream sequence vision thing. So th- this is based on a dream sequence that Faramir describes in the book. Okay. And he sees the he sees the boat and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it floats by and the uh the water is pink because it's leaching off the, the costume in the boat. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, the water's <laughs> fairly pink inside the boat. Oh, inside the boat. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to tell because they've like put a colored filter over all of this. Yeah, right. And lots of like, mist once... and fog and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once once you know that that water has been dyed pinkish and you watch the scene again, it is incredibly obvious <laughs> compared to the water outside the boat. Hmm. It's just I... like leaking off the doublet. I feel like I had always just taken it to be like, this is cloudy dream water. <laughs> you know, and cloudy like, dream water. And the cloudy dream water around a body is different from the cloudy dream water around a boat. A boat which definitely can't be intact because it, it fell off a giant waterfall and definitely can't still have a body in it because it fell off a giant also, waterfall. Also, the body is soaking wet like it yeah is, like it definitely got it wet definitely in got the wet so how so... is it floating how is it still how is the body still inside the boat uh real elvish boat <laughs> real elvish boat <laughs> it, it just you works. can't capsize a real elvish boat you can get water in it and the body won't never fall tip out. over everything but the body There's... might fall out but not the body There's... There's no tippy canoes in, in elven lands. <laughs> but he's holding the sword. And, and he's still holding his sword. sword. But not, but the horn had, so. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think the horn <laughs> was like strapped to him. I think it was like on top of all the weapons of his dead foes. 
but I can't remember right, for which, sure. But that's also those aren't in the boat really in the movie. Well, There's but that's why little. just just the body was left in in the boat. Only bodies are are protected inside elvish boats. That's no why weapons. this is a dream sequence and not something that actually yes, happened because it definitely impossible. did not happen. <laughs> Clearly, did not happen. This is this is just Faramir sitting here with the the only the only thing he has left from his brother and it's a broken thing and he is just dwelling on this dream that he had so just remembering it so we cut from a conversation and he says you know he's dead he was my brother we cut from that immediately into dream vision Mm -hmm. and we cut out of dream vision into dwelling on the broken horn which definitely happens after the conversation this is not a as I int- initially thought, a flashback to when he was thinking about the horn when it was broken, and they found it at first. See, like, I, I always... thought, I thought it was a flashback, but I watched a few minutes after, just to make sure, and it really seems to be that it reconnects to the narrative of yeah. this is after the conversation, and we're moving forward. So we had this conversation, and then we cut to the vision, and then we cut to him dwelling on the broken horn. And then we cut to a flashback. This is not the yep, smoothest nope. stuff that no. ever happened. No, and it's like a four minute flashback. Yeah, right. this is this is kind of rough, Peter. <laughs> because PJ. I thought this was I thought it was a flashback to when he was dwelling on the horn right after they had found it initially. Yeah, me too. But a flashback but when they come back, inside a flashback. Well, so it was it was, you know, a conversation where he reminisces like a little bit about this vision. And from the vision, he goes to his flashback. And from the, his flashback, he goes to a flashback. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he's dwelling on the horn after the conversation with Frodo and Sam ended. I don't know how it ended. Probably awkwardly. Right. Just right there. That's exactly where it ends. He, he was my brother. Still staring at Frodo and Sam. <laughs> and then after, you know, a long time of just staring at them, he walks away and they're like, Okay. Uh, okay, he's kind of intense, guys. I wasn't intimidated <laughs> before, but I am now. <laughs> Sam's just like, is he going to be okay? No. <laughs> um, he doesn't look okay. But yeah, so Sam is the I, softest of voice. <laughs> I guess they finished their conversation, and then Faramir went and grabbed the horn and held it and looked off to the middle distance to have a flashback. Yes, it's it, precisely perfect. <laughs> And then we join him as I need, his flashback I need to go ends. flashback. <laughs> then we join him as a flashback ends, mm-hmm. only to see a flashback begin. I know that we give Aragorn a lot of crap for being so broody, but I think Faramir <laughs> gives him a run for his money. He is like he's... the broodiest of boys. Oh, I think yeah. <laughs> this he's, he's this transition boy. is the broodiest moment in the whole trilogy. Yeah, he's just holding the horn because it's like... holding this this broken representation of his dead brother. Wait, okay, but we have to, like, track the brood, and it goes from brooding at the end of a conversation with two hobbits, to brooding in a vision, to brooding after his conversation with two hobbits. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And then we are going to see him brood in a flashback. But not as bad. brooding, like, the moment, like, he's, like, being all melodramatic and, like... Uh, just soliloquizing about war, we, like we've, that's. Oh yeah, that was a that was yeah. a brood. Yeah, like Faramir war is a broodmaster. 
Yeah, definitely corpses of assault. A brood master, is that yes. what she's a brood master. Um, <laughs> a master brooder. <laughs> Faramir master brooder. Oh my gosh. And, yeah, in the and in the flashback we're gonna see all three members of his family brood. Remember today, little brooder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> little brooder. <laughs> Do not speak to me of your brooder. Um so, I mean, in in the flashback, it's not as broody as these other no. broods. No. There's there's um, just lots of just, stepping out of shadow. It's just like flashback. oh, it's like okay, dad. It's a lot of bad <laughs> father son relationship. Yeah. Yep. So this uh, this dream and the the flashback exist because Peter Jackson thought it was really important to physically link the brothers inside the narrative of the movie. Not just say it, but show it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they didn't use the flashback, but whatever. Well, in the theatrical, I like the extent. Yeah. I know you have some differing accounts of what Peter Jackson believes about definitive <laughs> yeah. editions. Right. Um, I, I, I mean, when I think of Lord of the Rings, I think of the extended versions. And I specifically think of the Two Towers for some reason. I don't know why. It just is maybe the one that I saw the most. Like, if my parent, if my dad in particular, like, put it on on a Saturday and started with the first one, I was probably still sleeping or, like, mowing the lawn when the first one was going. And then I came in and, like, watched The Two Towers. Mm. And so I think of The Two Towers the most. Um, it, It's, like, it's the, the definitive. It's the most quotable. It's the definitive Lord of the Rings movie for me. Interesting. Um, I don't think of Return of the King as much. I just, I, the two towers, just all the memes, like, except for <laughs> they're taking the hobbit. Ex- no, that's in this too. Except for uh, one does not simply walk into Mordor. All the <laughs> memes are from this movie. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of ridiculous. Like it's all definitely the. definitely memorable. Yeah, there, there's, there's just so many ridiculously quotable lines. Mm-hmm. Crunchable birds is yeah. we shall starve. It's mostly Gollum. Let's be real. It's potatoes. Right, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. <laughs> there's just there's just a ton of randomly quotable lines in this movie. Mm-hmm. So um, people just it just sticks in their brains. Yeah, yeah. Um, this flashback is like it is pretty great. It's pretty epic at at the very least. Like Boromir that, up on like, the tower with I love the flag, that World Cup cheering section. Yeah, they're just like Boromir, <laughs> Boromir. That's not an easy name to chant. That's, no, it's not a good chant. Well, it. I mean, it's got the three. It's got three syllables. So like, it's got that going for it. But it's got a lot of O and R, and those are not Ooh, good no. chanting syllables. Yeah, no, no. But it's got the cadence. Yeah, I like it. I think I prefer a two-syllable chant personally but like mm. what well i mean just in general okay um i mean i don't know it's, i'm trying to think like i don't i'm not a big sports enthusiast yeah um yay but... sports i feel like norman is more uh partial to the three-syllable chant because that's what happens in wrestling a lot that's yeah. what i've noticed from like <laughs> Watching you watch yeah. wrestling. Also, four syllable <laughs> chants are pretty common. Oh, maybe, okay. maybe I'm thinking like two syllable bone saw, 
bone saw, bone saw. <laughs> Not this show. I think that's where you're at. <laughs> I think that's where you're at. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But that's a different dueling genre show. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's wrestling adjacent. <laughs> it is. Because of the macho man. <laughs> bone saw is ready. Oh man! Yeah. Um, I like that we see Boromir's battle armor. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice. To. It's fancy, big it shoulders. Mm-hmm. With the tree of Gondor etched in there. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's only in like leather armor, right, or a chain shirt. Yeah, he's just got the chain and the leather bracers. Yeah, it's like traveling mm-hmm. stuff, not like fancy pants. I'm gonna go up against Mordor. Well, and yeah, when we he's see, he's not in full gear. Mm-hmm. When we see Faramir in the flashback, he's wearing kind of what Boromir, um, like, it travels in. Yeah. It's pretty similar to that. Yeah, it's the same kind of armor that he's wearing in the present, really. It's leather with a little bit of, like, a little bit of padding and chain underneath. Mm. It's a light traveling armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these people are so ready for Boromir's speech. They're just, yeah. they're primed. Speech, speech. You know, he's got it. I like what he, I like what he's saying. But when you look at the city around him, I'm just like, how long ago was that Boromir? Yeah, like <laughs> this city's pretty wrecked. Of, of light and beauty and music. Nothing has roofs. Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> Boromir, like... I don't know. Boromir's Were you just quoting Shia LaBeouf's speech? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, there's got to be a Shia LaBeouf version of this sequence, right? <laughs> they, like, put him on the tower in Osgiliath. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> and they're chanting, Shia, Shia. Shia. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's your two-syllable oh, chant. <laughs> Man, he had a weird couple years. Yep. yep. He sure did. <laughs> I'm not going to dwell on that. <laughs> um, so, what he says in the speech, not super accurate. In what way? Uh, like, never again will this land be, like, in, like, this city and everything. Like, we'll build the city up. It's like, well, not quickly. <laughs> right in fact you may lose it entirely again before you get it back again i mean he's probably well one it's a flashback so he doesn't know he doesn't that the know. orcs are going to take over half of the city and within yeah they just within a matter of months and also um he, like leaders sometimes put a little um but lie he's putting into, some spin on it uh, into yeah. their speech to get people to Back him he's, up and he's doing a little politicking. Follow them, yeah. <laughs> he's a hype man. He's not a politician. <laughs> yeah, I, I just wanted to point out, like, okay, like, not exactly prophetic. I mean, he's dead, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, he shows he, what he, he knows. Didn't know oh. that was going to happen. <laughs> Push over. Oh. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, there were three arrows. They were big. Right. There's a lot of orcs. There was a lot of orcs. He um, didn't have his pretty armor. He didn't. He, he was wearing traveling armor and not his not his full plate. Do you, do you think he was thinking about this speech when he was dying? He's like, okay, I wore that armor during the speech. 
I really wish I had it. <laughs> you should have brought my armor. <laughs> really that wish armor I was, was really good. Plate. Uh, the height of, of medieval armor design. <laughs> really wish I had some of that right now. Instead of this leather. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have traveled so light. Oh, there's another arrow. Okay. No! This wouldn't have happened if I had that armor. <laughs> or if I had sent Faramir here. <laughs> or if I was hold, or if I hadn't left my shield in camp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Forgot about that part. Where's Boromir zoom in on the shield? That would have been incredibly useful in the coming minutes. <laughs> um, you can't stealth with a shield. He wasn't stealthing. I mean, he was. He like... was collecting firewood, and his shield just straps to his back. Yeah. Okay. But was he collecting firewood or was he looking for Frodo? Yes. Was he collecting firewood or was he collecting firewood? <laughs> was was the firewood a pretense for trying to steal the ring? Maybe. Probably. Look, I'm helping. Hi, Frodo. <laughs> didn't didn't think I'd see you. You shouldn't oh, you wow. shouldn't wander alone. I didn't sneak up on you. <laughs> I'm Look, just... I'm picking up another stick. What a crazy random happenstance. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like his speech. I like, Sean Bean has such charisma, and I like that we see him here as, like, a leader. Like, this is a facet of Boromir that we never really saw in Fellowship, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Yeah. He he has a darkness in Fellowship the whole time, and in this one, he's like, okay, I don't think, I don't know that there's any darkness here. He seems a lot... I don't want to say like he's smiling more, but he is at the same time. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, this calls for some ale. Like we're celebrating. Let's yeah. Let's let's celebrate. And then you know, in fellowship, I'm, try- I'm he's trying so... not to. Are we dipping too far into tomorrow? Uh, it's fine. We're bad about okay. that anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're we're probably the worst about that. <laughs> Whatever. In, well, in fellowship, he's just so he's much... he's gloomy Gus in fellowship. Yeah. A gloomy Gus. <laughs> I like Grumpus. Grumpus is probably my favorite. Grumpus. It's just a Grumpus. I mean, he's 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 a little gloomy tomorrow. Yeah, well, There's, there is the beginning of some gloom. <laughs> yeah. Denethor will do that to the best of you. <laughs> so, there's some clouds in the forecast. Mm-hmm. It's about to not be so sunny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't actually have any other notes for this. Moment. Yeah, I'm good. It's like the very the very beginning. I mean, it's yeah. a lot of it's a lot of broody stares. Like, there's yes. not for a while. There's not a lot of dialogue in this. Yeah, yeah. I I do like the shot of Faramir in the water as the boat leaves the frame. I've actually just, always like, really liked ghosts. that shot. Yeah, and then he just kind of disappears. <laughs> I actually have always liked that shot for some reason. Mm. And then we go back to him brooding. Yeah, but it's like his spirit leaving this vision. Mm-hmm. I guess and going and going back to. Wherever he was. Wherever. Back to reality. So he can have a flashback. I like that back to reality is literally a fantasy land. Like, he's... Yeah. (laughs) Back to Back to reality so that he can go back to happy times. (laughs) And then they're not so happy times. Like, you're trying to remember happy things about your brother. And then you're just like, well, the last time I saw him wasn't so great. Like, well, it was happy for a few minutes. And then it got bad again. Dang it. For like ex- exactly a minute. For like exactly a minute. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Poor Faramir. <laughs> We're all from the website duelinggenre.com, but if 
any of our listeners would like to join the conversation, they can go to our Facebook listener group, the Fellowship of the Mic. You can talk about this vision, this flashback, Faramir being the broodmaster, mm-hmm. all that, all that stuff. You can also leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. What emo band would Faramir be most partial to? Linkin Park. Linkin Park. <laughs> Is Linkin Park emo? Do they count? Sometimes. Or is I, it just like... You listen to Meteora. They count. Yeah. Breaking the Habit. I was thinking like Panic Numb. Disco. Like, you tell me MCR. Numb's not an emo anthem. <laughs> you look at me with a straight face. That's true. Go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. <laughs> a five-star one would be great. It really helps the channel. And hope, we hope you think we're awesome. Uh, we think we're cool, I guess. We do. I think I'm cool. We think our guests are cool. Yeah, we they are. We think you're cool, too. <laughs> Aw. Aw, shucks. Hope everyone has a great Thursday, and we'll be back tomorrow to finish out the week. Bye.